A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only do the show formerly known as NXT, but also... Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, a round of the week complete. The bloody good quiz, of course, on rest culture. As I said, they're joined by <laughs> Michael Sidgwick, enjoying a well-earned day off today. We're here to look ahead to NXT and the go-home show ahead of NXT Roadblock. <laughs> <laughs> just noises now. It's just noises, as will most of this podcast be, I feel. Um, look, I... Uh, Normally, I like to give a summary of what I think is going to happen in this show, but you nailed it before we came in the office over the desks as relates to, as you put it, the go-home show, mm-hmm. the roadblock. There is not a singular, singular take that I can offer as succinct and accurate as the one that you issued, not just to me, mm-hmm. but to the entire wrestling office before we recorded. Would you care to share that with our listeners? We're an I open just, book here. I just thought, was thinking out loud, mm-hmm. is this the best go-home show this week? Is I mean, there any other shows going home that could dub it that maybe don't have Matt Hardy versus a bloody hook on it? I would call it that a obvious rhetorical question, but it does have an answer. Yes, it is the best go home show this week. By afar. Like the no, we're we're taking the piss because well, because it's the NXT review yeah. mainly. But uh it's stacked again. It's not here yet. There's no he's not here. There's loads. There's absolutely loads to this one. Mm. And uh you know, some of it might even be good. <laughs> well, one thing that will actually genuinely be good uh, is a match setting up a pay-per-view match that's not going to go down next week. Mm-hmm. But in fact, we'll go down over WrestleMania weekend. Carmelo Hayes is set to face Bran Breaker yep. for the NXT Championship. Before that, though, tonight he faces Tyler Beat. Yeah. Uh, there was a tease last week, wasn't there, that um, maybe they were kind of showing you a life... Not without Carmella Hayes and Trick Williams from NXT, but showing your life without them together. Mm. It was like Trick Williams having his big coming out week where he had this pretty cool match in the opener where he was given time to show what he'd maybe learned and developed, which is to say, like, not a great deal, but enough. The, mm-hmm. the package was there enough. And then backstage, there was all the vignettes kind of like where all of a sudden he was getting a bit of hair ruffling, wasn't he, from the rest of the roster? 
and they were creating this division. I don't want Carmelo Hayes and Trick to be divided before Carmelo Hayes wins the big one, which I believe he will, stand and deliver. Mm -hmm. I think that feels predictable, but the right kind of predictable. I want them to share that moment together. Me too. I think Carmelo Hayes' uh, progression through NXT has, of course, been mostly because of his own work, but you absolutely cannot understate how vital Trick has been to the act. The act as a whole, we've said this, we want them to go up together. Mm. We were just dreading them getting separated if they got called up. Now, we might be staring down the barrel of them getting separated on this show, which I don't want to watch. I don't want to see that. And I am now nervous, more than I would have been a few weeks ago, on how this plays out tonight. Will Mello just come out to the ring alone? Um, will he? Will Trick be busy elsewhere? And might they be teasing, oh, like... Where you didn't have my back, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, you got it, you got it, you got it." And then maybe this doesn't go well for Melo, and all of a sudden you realise that Trick was an integral part of the act. So is that what they're going to do to try and build drama at the breaking match? Because this here is a reminder that Melo's a babyface. We were looking at a babyface versus babyface uh, title match for Stand and Deliver, and it wasn't that compelling. Have they decided that the way to make the story a bit more interesting is to instead sow the seeds of rivalry? professional personal between Trick and Mello instead. Mm, maybe. I don't love that, but I just, I'm just i trying to like see what the, the angle they're going for is with him and Breaker <laughs> feeling like a bit... It's a necessity to do it, but it feels a bit sterile of an mm. angle. Yeah, I, I, I have the feeling that Trick will come out with Mello tonight and maybe even aid in his victory, and that may feed into Bron Breaker going, you can't beat me if it's just me and you. Good, yes. That feels right, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Mello saying, oh, I didn't ask for Trick's help. He's just there giving me it. Mm. Yeah. Trick in a shark cage. <laughs> Trick renamed Magic Trick. And, like, they try and pull him out of a hat, but he's gone. He's a rabbit instead. Don't give him any more ideas. We haven't got a magician on XT2 point at the moment, have we? Mm. How have we gone this long without a magician? Duke Hudson had cards. Yeah. And he might as well have done magic with him because he was f***ing shit at poker. But, like, <laughs> the <laughs> we've never had a magician yet. No. <laughs> Fantasio type thing. I was thinking, yeah. Pulling people's underpants out. I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> let's let's talk. Magic is not real. If if you look closely, my thumb does not actually detach from the rest of my hand. It is actually my other thumb being hidden by my fingers. You cannot cut a woman in half, otherwise you would bleed to death from both her upper and lower body. David, how is sitting in a box magic? It's f***ing boring. <laughs> yes. That was a weird transition he took, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yes, that was my card. I sense you knew that from the beginning, actually. When you told me to put it back in the pack, I think you already knew what it was, and everything else was just for show. <laughs> is this your card? Is this your card? It's got to be one of them. <laughs> Do you know what the David Blaine, um, remember when he stood on a tower? Yeah. Do you know what that was about? Money. You were <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fame. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what he was going to do, um, like, he was, was going to, so he stood in a tower, and then if you remember, you should have done some boxes. The oh, end. yeah. That was the whole trick. It was like, <laughs> I've been up here for three days. What now? Jumping in the boxes. <laughs> um, apparently... So the story went, he was going to, he'd worked out a way to slow his resting heartbeat to almost non-existent. Right. I don't know how many be beats a minute that would be. To try and fool people that he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be like, uh, David Blaine stood up on that pole. He jumped into those boxes and he died. But he died for entertainment. He died for all of you. And then like, I don't know, six hours later. 
I'm alive. <laughs> That's not a good trick. Not really, is it? But that was his like. But then apparently, because that got leaked, like I know this because obviously it must have got out. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And because it got out there, it's like, oh, yeah, apparently it's some like weird faking his death thing. A bunch of magicians already know how to do this heart stopping trick. It's kind of like old hat. And I don't know like how they got the message up the pole to him. <laughs> like, the, David, it's blown. <laughs> uh, we need something else. I mean, I could do some card tricks up here, but nobody can see if it is their card or not. You're going to have to just jump into the boxes. I do it with a magic wand in my hand? Yeah. <laughs> I've never been prouder of being uh, British. Yeah, and when he sat in that glass box and everyone went, what are you doing up there then? Sitting in a big glass box. Yeah. You having any food? No. Yeah. You can look at it though, can't you? <laughs> get, the, get the plane, Jeff. We're flying a burger next to him and chucking eggs at it. It's um, uh, a test of my uh, human endurance. I don't think any man has ever endured what I'm uh, about to endure. Test, you say? Well, you're not being tested unless you're really being tested. Get me a cheeseburger. <laughs> Joan, get me a cheeseburger. The burger van pulls up from the B&Q car park and just starts serving everybody. <laughs> you said you wanted a test. You want some garlic sauce with that? <laughs> I'm so hungry and it's uh, really starting to smell a bit. <laughs> Um, let's talk uh, NXT Roadblock, though. I'd love David Blaine to come out on NXT. <laughs> like fly into it as well. Like when David Copperfield would yeah. fly. Fly. <laughs> fly. Strings. It's tonight the night we get the answer from the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, for his invitation to the Grayson Waller effect that closed out last week's show. Yes, it is. Get in. He's going to say no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think this is all set up. So there's two, I'm going to go down two schools of thought on this one. Mm -hmm. First one, I think he says no, and that enrages Grayson Waller further, and he has no choice but to host the Grayson Waller effect next week, and he's, in, he's out there embarrassed. Like, normally, this is a place that celebrates his greatness. There are comments along the bottom that are definitely not done by people that he's paid to write them. There are two separate cameras on Grayson Waller's gorgeous face. It's this, like... Grayson Waller, Grayson Waller, all day, every day thing, but it'll be ruined because Shawn Michaels was supposed to be the guest and he's pissed off and he says, no, this this won't work. And he goes backstage and he beats up Shawn and Gorilla and he drags him to the Grayson Waller effect and he puts his face on that upward-facing camera. So you've just got Grayson Waller on the main camera and like a slumped Shawn, oh. like filling the screen on the mini camera. And he says, I know you said you didn't want to be a guest, you don't call the shots around here. I thought you were. I thought I made that clear already. I yes. do, and I'll see what's down delivering. It's a really good heat uh, segment that Sean was always great as he was really good at playing dead. But you can picture like Batista lump, like lumping him on the stretcher, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. You know, he'll be great at playing dead for that sort of thing. However, it was only just today that uh, you and Andy Murray were filling me in, you news hounds, sniffing out the scoops as you do, that is there word on the street that, like, Sean's guy might be dragging Lee? I've heard this mentioned on social media, yes. Because we were saying the reason why Sean made the most sense was that there wasn't really anybody on the roster at present who could, like, do it. Yeah, and like, that's Matt Bloom stepping up. Aye, like, you cannot see Prince uh, Tenzai, Lord Tenzai, giving it one more go. Yeah. Like, Dragon Lee is... <laughs> Shawn Michaels could accept the offer. So this is in the, the one I don't really want. But he says, yeah, all right. If it'll shut you up, I'll do the Grayson Waller effect. And Grayson Waller's rubbing his hands together being, great, I've got you right where I bloody want you. And he intends to do the attack. But he's, uh, Sean's like, why are you picking a fight with me, Grayson? Like, you screwed me. You've put your thumb on all my opportunities because you're jealous of me because I'm everything that you're not anymore. 
Um, I'm the guy that you don't want running your brand, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And uh, I want to sort of, I'm going to take it out on you. I've set you up. And Sean's like, I thought you would do that. But I've got somebody that you're going to face at Standard Liver. I think you know the guy. And then out comes Dragon Lee. And Grace was like, I don't know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my genuine concern is how these, like, you know, the AW Freakers always bit. Mm-hmm. What on earth do you call those people that attend NXT once a week? I do not know because Freakers always doesn't cut it, quite no. honestly. Those people reacting to Dragon Lee just doesn't make sense in my head. Nor really does a pre-existing relationship between Shawn Michaels and Dragon yeah. Lee. You don't imagine them sort of catching up at the weekend, do you? So I just, maybe, and like the match could bang, and it's a like it's an old-fashioned takeover debut, isn't it? It's like Shinsuke Nakamura sent a phone message yeah. seeing Dallas, and it was amazing. And Dragon Lee is like a super credible sign-in for this not that credible brand that would make like a real eyebrows sharpen to a point that almost cut my face open there when I said not that credible brand. Oof. But Dragon Lee debuting at Stand and Deliver would again be a bit like, you know, we said like with Vengeance Day, they're looking for things that make it feel a bit like a takeover. Yeah. Dijak was that with Wesley at the last show. Dragon Lee debuting and absolutely destroying this overconfident cock show Grace Waller is one of those things. We mm-hmm. used to see things like that. So the more I'm saying this, the more I think it's that, but God, I wish it was the former. But then that could also mean Grayson Waller's like, um, I do it with NXT. If he's going to be around, I'll go to the main roster. I quit! And then he shows up on the Raw after WrestleMania, yeah. <sighs> and they do like a bit on Miz TV where they do the doink thing, where they do that. <laughs> like they're, they're the same person. Uh, also, well, the, one of the few things confirmed for Roblox, I suppose, is Miko Samor, of course, against uh, Roxanne Perez. Tonight, she goes up against Zoe Stark, which I think on paper has got real potential. Yeah, it's weird this because we come into the studio and we sit down and we almost like relish the opportunity to rib or mock a few silly things on the show. There's absolutely nothing silly about this other than um, the possibility that it isn't going to be great. Mako Satomoto, Zoe Stark is one of the more accomplished and seasoned wrestlers they have on NXT. And to have this with Mako Satomoto, when you assume that Mako probably isn't doing much after the Roxanne Perez match, mm. I feel like they've brought her in for a real... Like, it's a real establishing feud for Roxanne Perez, this. Something that totally legitimizes a championship reign if it wasn't legitimized already. And now you get this match. Mako win. Um, she showed last week that fitness isn't an issue because she left Roxanne in the dust <laughs> in the dojo, which was really funny. And Zoe Stark, truthfully, as much as she would probably relish this opportunity to get herself back in the title hunt, she's got other stuff on her mind because she's the number one suspect for this car park attack. On Nikita Lyons, isn't Yeah, she? who ran over Nikita Lyons? Indy Hartwell. Oh, yeah. But right now, all the uh, police attention is zeroed in on Zoe Stark. So her head's elsewhere. She can use that as a... Yeah. I need to clear my name because I can't clear my head as evidenced when I lost to Miko. So I think that's why this has all been set up. Quality of the match should be tremendous. Yeah. I've got, like, pretty high expectations for that. Oh, me too. I, I, I expect, obviously, Miko will win. She's mm. got the title match literally next week. Um, but, yeah, sneak peek as to what we're going to get... But the I was going to say at the pay per view, it's not pay per view. It's just, TV just special. Feels like it. It's just yeah. got, it just carries that excitement. Uh, from Zoe Stark then to uh, an opponent of hers, who's also in action tonight, Sol Ruka, mm. that brilliant soul snatcher finishes of, of hers. She's yeah. going up against Electra Lopez, who's got her own thing, attempting to corrupt Valentina Ferrosi. Oh God, that's stupid! I'd forgotten about that. I like. She's tried to corrupt her. Slow burn story, mate. It's a bit. Let it play out. It's on fire. Um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> so. She tried to corrupt her, and it didn't like result in her winning the match. So she was like, "I want to corrupt you a second time." And Amantilla was like, "No, I don't want to." 
and then she lost anyway. Mm. So at no point has there been any motivation to go with the plan. They've not like created a reason why Van- Valentina Frost was thinking, you know what, I'm going to bloody have to do this. If only I could turn my foot. Oh, you have to. She tried, she entered in, and it didn't work. So, like, I, I think, like, Valentina Froz is the rational one for turning down the help at this point. So, they've absolutely bungled that. Um, Sol Ruka, this week, uh, like, to a bold throwback, considering that she's already got two, what is her next thing? <laughs> because they added skateboarding to surfing last week. Yeah. So, what else is she, what else can you travel on? Like, scooter. 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 She scooters down at the ring. To to the tune of... To, like, they get... For what's, it, what's it called? The Ordinary Song or whatever it is. Uh, when I was young, I seen the life was so wonderful. wonderful. Is that right? I think Logical so. song. Logical song. That's it. Beautiful, logical. Scooter! I like that guy. Good morning! <laughs> That's my favourite. Get your cheese on toast! Yeah. It's the breakfast you love the most. It could be Stevie Turner. Like... <laughs> <laughs> My guest on the stream today, Scooter. <laughs> it's great to be on. We're proving that. And that's the end of the stream. Thanks for coming, Scooter. Goodbye. I've never done an interview so short. We're playing live. I love good morning. Good morning. <laughs> he, oh, can't, he can't speak in those songs about, like, normal stuff, can no. he? He can't, like, sort of, oh, no, traffic and travel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wins? Uh, Sol Ruka. Because <laughs> uh, thingy... Um, Electra Lopez or Electra Lopez Perros. is like, use use my help. And Valentina Brown's like, for the last fing time, no. And then Solrika hits the soul snatcher. And she can be in the corner for it as well. Mm. And Solrika can like race up on a skit on a scooter and then ditch the scooter. Soul snatcher. I like the idea hey, of um she just really she's decided I am gonna go to the dark side. Um but she's come down. <laughs> Picture this. She's like, soul's down, referee's putting away the scooter or something. And she's like, give me the brass knocks. And Valentina was like, I can't get off it. Electric, yank, pulls it, clips, smash. Lopez, she turns around, soul's snatcher, one, two, three. Brilliant. Remember that scooter song uh, where it was like, and he's doing his nonsense and he's going, see if you can come with the next, like, you probably will because... You're, like you'll nail the yeah. most audacious gas. So he's doing like it's all about like energy and being up for it and having a dance and being with your mates and obviously getting into the beats and it so he goes every minute, every hour, get the power. Next line. I don't know. Take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I've also just googled scooter lyrics and the first thing he says scooter lyrics. Two hundred twenty three song lyrics sort of by album, including Nes Nesaja. How much is the? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. What's the last word? Hang on. It's time to play the game. The gaming lads need to come in. What culture gaming podcast? Wherever you get your podcast from. Yeah. <laughs> Two hundred twenty-three song lyrics sorted by album, including Nasadia, move your ass, <laughs> <laughs> and how much is the what? Fish. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> You're the biggest scooter fan in the office. Turns out I uh, I love scooter. I love scooter shooter. <laughs> Wheeler you <laughs> and my mum. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, returning to NXT. <laughs> we never uh, left. What's next for Gigi Dolene? Oh, Christ. Jumped JC Jane, of course, last week. Yeah. They're going to fire stand and deliver. Joyously jumped JC Jane. <laughs> Incidents not even here to no, no, yeah. Incidents and accidents and incident accusations between toxic <laughs> attraction that has brought us to this point. You can call me AI because it would probably do a better job than these two at getting this feud across. Uh, the match is happening, isn't it? Is it Roadblock or is it Stand and Deliver? I think it's Stand and Deliver. They have... No, right. They raced to Gigi Dolan's return from a legitimately a brutal beatdown. Jesus, yeah, I forgot about that. Marty Jannetty took six... I mean, he was fired and had, like, a court case, but he took six months in kayfabe to recover from getting hoed through the barbershop window. Gigi Dolan took two weeks. She's hard as fucking nails. If I'm JC Jane, I'm running a mile. Like, oh, I didn't kill you. Well, I'll leave forever. But... I think she challenges it to a match this week. We get the match at Roadblock. They stip it up at Stand and Deliver. Oh, I guess they maybe gets thrown out. At yeah. They're, like, they're too angry at each other or whatever the hell face JC Jane's pulling. And we have to go to a um, last woman standing match. And the last woman standing gets to claim the rights and privileges of Toxic Attraction, including the theme tune, the merchandise rights to the T-shirts that nobody ever bought, and the um, <coughs> future earnings from those vignettes where they went to the beach and hung out by the pool. When on they, YouTube. When uh, Wendy Chu nicked my car and moved it four <laughs> spaces away. All you've got to do is walk across this car park. But I got your shoes. Well, all right, I'll just run really fast then. Oh, see you next week. <laughs> it's just... Uh, <laughs> there was no long-term thinking of this prank. <laughs> it wasn't even like they were wrestling that night. Like, could you imagine if, like, sort of... Oh, no, we've got to run across this really hot car park. We're going to burn our feet. And then they do so, but they get back into their cars. Yeah. And then, like, on NXT that night, they've got a tag match, but they've burnt, like, <laughs> they're trying to walk out, ah, like, blisters in the boots and all that sort of stuff. And when did you get to roll up? It was like, and in three weeks. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're sleeping on the job, Wendy. I know that's your gimmick, but, like, it was, was that with Roxanne Perez? Yeah, she had a mate, didn't she? Jesus yeah. Christ. That feels a lifetime ago, doesn't it? It's probably about six weeks. Is that for the, the tag belts? I don't Toxic Attraction had them, didn't they? And for the world title? I don't friggin' know. <laughs> when did you, like, because either way, they, like, got Wendy you out of there so that Cora Jade could win the belts there and then turn on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pre-break a skateboard on your ass. That's what I'm going to do. I love this show, man. I love it's the this best. Um, Wesley, North American Championship Open Challenge tonight. Who answers it tonight? Uh, We've had Vaughn. Yeah. We've had Tony at least attempting to. Yeah. Maybe Stacks. Oh, no. 
not mention that when he comes in. Dijak is busy. Yeah. We'll get to him later. Showing more fight and refusing to understand the meaning of the word open, which is unusual for him. I'm going to go with Von Wagner. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're doing a thing at the moment where, like, Robert Stone is obviously trying to get the best out of Von Wagner. Von Wagner has just got, like... Well, it's just a lot. He's he's got a lot on von Wagner. Mm. Like, there's always so many things to explain. People walking around using nicknames and metaphors and analogies, and you need somebody there to decode all of this. And von Wagner is that man. So it's understandable why it's taken him a long time to get a winning streak together. <laughs> I don't see how one could go on a winning streak. Surely, if you take your clothes off, the police will arrest you. And then who's the loser? But uh, I think Vaughn goes again. Wesley beats him again. And Robert Stone flips out again. Robert Stone flips out again. And Von Wagner, bless him, can't understand why things aren't working out when he's been nothing but helpful to people. I feel like I have no idea who this person's going to be. So how about... It's time to play the game! Oh, baby. She got over on one night in 12 years. I have the WE alumni page over. 13 years. She debuted with the Usos. Yes, she did. Tell me when to stop. Don't Google her dad. Give me a number between one and four, and that is our pick for the surprise challenger for Wesley's open challenge the week before Roadblock. Stop. Four. Yes. <laughs> right, hang on. I'm gonna. I'm not. Please okay. don't sue me for this WWE. Oh, this is gonna take. Off. No, it's gonna too much faff. All right. If you'd have said one, mm-hmm. it would have been ROH legend Nigel McGuinness. Ah. If you'd have said two, it'd have been Divas Championship legend Nikki Bella. Jingu. If you'd have said three. It would have been people called Nina Legend, Nina Samuels. <laughs> right. But unfortunately, for all those other options, you said, no way. And that is why tonight Wesley goes one-on-one with... No, no way. way! Jose! No way! Jose! No way! Jose! No way! I literally just congered around the entire podcast table. It's a congo line! Shout out to Dilo Brown. When he went, no way, Jose rocked up in uh, old Levi, rocked up in Impact, and he was called No Way. <laughs> uh, no Way. And that was it. Yeah. It's like when uh, Cody couldn't get Rhodes. So it was like, ladies and gentlemen, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> what if she yeah. can't work? No, we, I, I need her. <laughs> like, I don't think you understand this. I think whatever happens, Wesley probably retains. Yeah, I think he probably does. Um, really intriguing development in uh, one of the best ongoing storylines in wrestling right now. Boris Johnson and Sir Wanks a lot. Here we go. What's happening? Taking on the locker room leaders. Ooh. It appears the women's tag team champions have got back onto the same page yep. after the confusion between Fallon Henley and Kiana James. Mm-hmm. Is the reuniting tonight? And is the is the cell? I'm saying this. It's going to sound like I'm taking the piss here. Yeah. I'm. I genuinely think that they might do this as a cell for. Make sure you join us next week yep. for a premium live event on television. Is the cell? 
doesn't matter whether you win or lose this match afterwards. Result is what it is. I think the locker room leaders probably win. Mm-hmm. Join us next week on, on NXT for the first kiss between Sir Wanksalot and Keanu James. Oh my god! I'll yes. Short answer yes. Almost it might it what might it probably would challenge Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns as SmackDown number for SmackDown this week. Yeah, that's it. Do they want to save the Hollywood ending for the Hollywood WrestleMania? That's the question. So I would like to take that if it's okay, mm-hmm. and I would like to include it as yet more um, something what NXT is famed for. Mm-hmm. Yet more overlapping, dovetailing storytelling <laughs> between these great characters. If you, if if I may, you please do. Um, so tonight, I agree with you. I do believe the locker room leaders get the victory over Broggs and Jackson. And um, you're going to have Fallon Henley and Keanu James, who have, like, they're probably close now as they've ever been. Because mm-hmm. Fallon Henley, for the first time, feels like she's in Keanu's debt a little bit. She's mm-hmm. like, I was wrong about Keanu. It, like, it turns out, twist, Zach was a brother. Right? Who could have seen that coming? None of us could have seen it coming. They're proper, like, Netflix true crime drama with that one, didn't they? Where it's like, well, I'm going to have to watch one more. Who's Zach? Right? So, like, he's going to end up shagging Indy Hartwell. They're going to bring the two payoffs together. (laughs) So, aye, they're fine. But Kiana James last week, in a development all three of us absolutely loved and hoped for, dared to suggest that maybe the reason Fallon Henley is getting in the way of a blossoming romance is because she has feelings for Swanks a lot too. So, suddenly, the guy that's been jacking his own dick is like a dog with two, right? (laughs) He's got his pick all of a sudden. Now... I think that will cost the Cowboys the match tonight because I think the two women are going to be there and maybe uh, Kiana James is going to be tending to Sawanks a lot like he's hurt his leg or something. She's going to be tending to him. His leg, not his third leg. Has pulled his groin muscle. Pulled pulled his groin muscle. She's massaging it back into place. His eyes are going googly wide like a cartoon. And Fallon Hend is being like... Right, hang on a second. There's a match happening here. Like, <laughs> is that loosening the pain up? Actually, I think it's getting stiffer, if anything. <laughs> so, thanks a lot. Quick, get back on the apron. Yes. Uh, g- yes. G- give, me, give me a minute. <laughs> yes. Please. You've ever since that's been suggested. He's just stopped selling pain, but he's like sitting like with his legs crouched <laughs> up against <laughs> just, just give me a second. He starts to go red. Come on. Like, Brock's is going to lose. He's like, give me a second. He's, like, <laughs> he's crossing his legs. I'm coming. He's like hopping up on two feet like the guy, like Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs when he's wrapped it under his bum. And he's like, so I'm back on the apron. He tries to make the hot tag, but his ankles, he like trips over. He's like, oh, I'm lying down. <laughs> and that, he's like, what don't you want us to see? Nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. So <laughs> I'll catch up with you in a minute. He's going to the next pub. I've just got to reply to this message. Uh, my mum, uh, dead Maggie Thatcher. Oh, God, please go down. Please go down. Um, I've just given a bit of an insight there, haven't I? Uh, <laughs> so, I, anyway, yes. <laughs> so, that with that distraction going on, on the outside, obviously, the locker room leaders have got the advantage. Yeah. And then, huge twist. So, with Sawanks a lot, uh, incapacitated by a vast erection, um, the tag team champions, Henley and Keanu James, get attacked by Ivy Nile and Tate and Paxley, Ooh. locker room leaders, bang. Oh, yeah, you've said about this before. In the Brog's dead in the ring. Diamond Mine, finally dead. 
Like, I know the stables. Where is Roderick Strong? Where's Roderick Strong? Creeds don't give a toss about anything anymore. <laughs> like, uh, they come out, they stake their claim against Final Henry Carno James. You really need to put this romantic squabble into one side because the tag belts are under threat. Mm-hmm. And the locker room leaders and Ivan Allen, Tate and Paxley, arms held high. Like, we're um, not letting our genitals get in the way of our goals and hopes and dreams. And we're going to take those titles. And I don't know. What are the lock, what's the locker room leaders brag? We're not going to get erections on television. We're going to have better matches than the former WWE champion who came down to teach us the ropes recently and had an absolute shocker last <laughs> yeah. week. So, yeah. So, that's... Uh, I think he needs medical attention. No, I'm fine. So, it just gives a minute. <laughs> the last thing it needs is... Atta- I mean, I need his attention. <laughs> that new gel in your hair there. So, thanks a lot. Doesn't... Uh, no. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, run his hands through it. If they, there's something, <laughs> there's something about, about Mary, Mary. Brooks Jensen. Would that be the most um, up to date film yeah. thing? That, yeah. Like, who was it that, like, there was Hitch recently, wasn't there? Oh, the Keys thing the we Keys found out was from was Hitch. Just that. They so they That's like the mid noughties. Mid 2000s, yeah. Trying to, like, where, where, where were the cum jokes <laughs> in the mid 2000s? They really died out in the late 90s, didn't they? Uh, what's this? Is this glue, Mom? Oh my God, how's he got cum on his hands? What if you f*** a pie? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. I'm going to review tomorrow. Anyway, we cut back to the agent, so Mike's a lot of a pie. <laughs> but what flavour is it? Tune in next week to find out. Alan's like, I cooked that specially for after the match. That was for all of us. Keanu <laughs> James like, don't be such a prude. I don't know why she's too many strands. <laughs> Uh, finally, will Dijak accept <laughs> Tony D's challenge to a jailhouse street fight? Please, I hope so. He's f***ing better. <laughs> Otherwise, what are we doing here? Like, no, you punk rat. <laughs> I'm trying to learn and grow as a person. Yeah, I don't, I don't need any more kidnapping of stacks or anything no. like that. Just Stacks wouldn't... I you've mean, got seven days to answer. Don't make me come find you, was Tony D's line last week. Yeah, I desperately want to see what this looks like. And to be honest... The way he's... I hope I can say that he's... I know he's, gonna, I, he's on the way. I can hear the plane. Can you hear the plane landing? I've got just this amount yeah. of time before the plane... Oh, don't get to expect Whoa, oh, cow, hold it. <laughs> got a name. It's like cow. Cow. Like, Judgment like, Daisy. Like, when, the rock, this. when the rock pulled out a palm pilot against the coach, and he was like, cow! Oh, love that. Judgment Daisy. Sorry, keep keep settled. I've not, I've not got to look very long before Stacks gets here, so I've got to speak about him a little bit behind his back. Yeah. Um, Behind his Stacks. He's kind of... Speaking up maybe when it's not asked for quite a bit. Mm, sort the of the moment. elephant in the room, isn't it? <laughs> that was kind of both there. I'm not yeah, even, I can barely get a word in here, mate. I've not even checked with the elephant, but I'm glad he wasn't on the plane this week. Because I think, I'm, I'm wanting to think that Stax is still our old wholesome Stax. And yeah. the reason why he's been a bit cranky and a bit edgy with his stylings of comedy is because the elephant's weighing down the plane so much. The flight's not as comfy as it used to be. So the fact the elephant's already... In, I can't believe I missed it the whole time. Yeah. But because the elephant's been in this, right this whole time, like... I saw you got involved in the conga, mate. You I, not saw, that <laughs> I saw Judgment Daisy when I walked in. How I missed the elephant, I don't know. Um, but I, I Stax is going to cause some problems in this jailhouse thing next week. Like Tony's going to lose. He's, he's lost a couple of times. I and don't think Stax so. has been kind of responsible. And Tony's just been, frankly, too nice for a mafia <laughs> boss. Everything I've ever seen about mafia and culture suggests that like you wrong the boss more than once or twice and you're kind of up <laughs> Creek, <laughs> yeah, and like Stax is kind of no selling the threat of that. Yeah, 
I buggered up a few times, but turns out it's all right because Tony D's a nice guy. Yeah. So I, but I think yeah, Dijak agrees to it tonight because he wants to finish things once and for all. Finish things. If I've, if I've been truthfully, like brutally honest, I'm not sure what those things are. When Stax and Tony D arrived at Vengeance Day, I was so pleased for you. I oh couldn't, my I couldn't, god! I couldn't remember the storyline implications, and it was just so funny when they pushed that chair. Right? I just thought like it was just so visually amusing that it was them two. I was like, hey, it was such a ripper of a match that they're looking for us. Yeah, I could not tell you the beats that got us to where we're at now. I just know Punk Rat. Pushing a chair, jailhouse match. It's also my favourite thing now of people going, oh, NXT's so rubbish. And I go, no, I love it. Genuinely, I shoot love it. It's one of my favourite things to watch each week. And they go, all right, but there's never any good matches. And I go, Dijak versus Wesley. Yeah. That was genuinely one of the best matches of the year. It's one of them nightmare Twitter things, isn't it? Because, like, he's got one now. Oh, God. Yeah. He's got, there's actually some depth to his argument. What next? Uh, I agree as well. I think Dijak will accept mm-hmm. Tony D'Angelo's challenge. Yeah, you always did you. Oh, he's he's off today, mate. So you can uh, we don't have to. I don't. I can still be on mic uh, stacks. So. Oh yeah. How are you going to make that work, Wilbur? It's fine. I, he can sit in Sidious seat. Yes. Well, actually, I'll sit in Sidious seat. Yeah, and you then can sit in the middle. I was just talking about you. Stack. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, we we kind of forgot about you this week, stacks. Yeah, midnight tonight for all. Yeah, but there have been quite a few. Like, I've noticed that your confidence has grown of late. Indeedy like. doody. <laughs> What's all this about you guys breaking some goddamn records? Oh, thank you for oh, asking, Stax. Thank you, Stax. Personal. You, not just you guys. You as well, Stax. All of us. You, the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Elephants bit under the weather. Uh, there's a Judgment Daisy. You haven't said hello to Judgment Daisy yet? Yeah, you Looking good, Daisy. Uh, we, oh. we can. <laughs> oh, you coy. Anyway. Well, if you want milk, there's some in the fridge. <laughs> Sit down, Stacks. Um, Don't put your mouth around that. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. This feels the most appropriate time, Stacks, to tell you that we've had 50 million listens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take the udder out of your mouth. <laughs> and listen to me, because 50 million people have listened to this. Oh, I like what an achievement, guys. <laughs> I'm as shocked as you are. And uh, I, obviously, you have been a key member of this team Indeed, for the longest yeah, you've time been a big now. part of it. Aye. Oh, thanks, guys. So, I we're kind of, it's celebratory mood this week. Well, you can say I'm kind of the underboss of the podcast. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but... Uh, I mean, I might. I don't, like, that. Wilborn said that, not me. We're a, we're a team until Shut you... Shut up, Will. Yeah, you're a team until you get that look in your eyes, and then I'm out of it. Anyway, what's the deal... With records and millions. Right. <laughs> I mean, those are two pretty disparate things, Dax. I don't know. What is the deal with those things? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I uh, <laughs> I uh, kind of became a bit obsessed with breaking some Guinness World records, you know. Did you? Yeah. Uh-huh. My dick was... <laughs> Can you cut... Right. We need to get one of the last downstairs to cover Judgment Daisy's ears. Yeah. The elephant, when none of us got hands big enough. <laughs> but, like, my dick was in the Guinness Book of World Records, you know, Amplin. Was it? No. Yeah, and then I got kicked out of the goddamn library. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, that stacks. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, anyway, three question jokes for you, Hamboy. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to talk to to Willie. Me and Wilborn can try and... Indeed. Yep. What happened to the guy who tried to break the world record 
for number of times masturbating in one day. Double <laughs> for the daisy. Two knob ones stuck. She's going in pretty hard here. No pun intended. That's your job. Uh, uh, a guy trying to break the world record for number of times masturbating in one day. Uh, he came in he, second. Oh, I can't. I cannot top that. And yeah. like you, I mean, Sax has got the punchline in front of him, so it feels like that can't be. Pretty it. good, then, Willie. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy who tried to break the world record for a number of times masturbating on when one day? Well, he almost pulled it off. That's <laughs> oh, quite. That's, uh, that's all right. It's vulgar. Visceral, it's vulgar, but you went in so hard with the library one that at the moment this feels like we're on a downward slope. Yeah, let's, let's let's clean this up. Now. Okay. Huh? How did the frog? Sell a million books because you Ooh. did a fifty million podcast lesson. So I thought I find one about how the frog a sold a million books. books. Frog, um, million books. Were they all just lily pads? You have to write in them, do yeah. you? Well, say so they were all lily pads. It's good. How did the frog sell a million books? Because his story was so riveting. <laughs> That wasn't great. That Good stacks. Not sure. Finally, uh, what do you want? I got, I got two options for you. I like both of them. Okay. You want the records one or you want the uh, millions one? It's you just got what? the word record or the word million in it. I'm going to hand this over to Wilborn to choose. He rarely gets any sort of input in this bit. It's normally me and Sid, so I'm going to let him treat himself today. What do you think, Wilborn? I think, uh, <laughs> I think the millions one. Right, okay, well, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll go with the millions one, okay. please, Stacks. Okay, your funeral, <laughs> Hammy. Okay. You know, the, uh, you know that, about that uh, James Webb telescope uh, taking all the space pictures? Right. I haven't known what that sounds Why good. did that have to go a million miles into space, huh? I Well, I assume, Stacks, to, to get high-quality photos of the edges of space. To, to perform its duties as a space telescope. A space. Um, um, space. Why did it have to... <sighs> Seeing far, I don't know. My semantic field around telescopes is pretty much telescopes. <laughs> so I kind of like I'm struggling for linked words here. Magnify. I don't know. I don't know, Sax. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Why did the James Webb telescope have to go a million, like you did 50 million podcast downloads, go a million miles out into space? So it could see past your fucking mother. <laughs> Bye, stacks. He's on one today, isn't he? Oh, my God. It's on, again, Judgment Daisy's face. Is he? Do you think he's doing it to show off to Judgment Daisy? I think so. I think, I think it's it like, like... This has all happened, doesn't it, since she's been, like, hanging out in the office and stuff? Yeah. Like, he arrives, and, like, sometimes he's on the plane with the elephant, sometimes he's not. You can... I don't know about you. Go ahead. Whisper it. Can you sense the tension between Judgment Daisy and the elephant? Yeah. Like, I just... That's why they're on opposite sides. That's, I mean, that was definitely the reason I thought that. Yeah, just to paint a picture for the listeners. What? Uh, hey, Wilborn, what the f*** are we going to do when this is on YouTube, mate? Uh, I assume we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And we're coming to it pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to have to, like, keep the cow and the just elephant. Just behind the cameras, probably. Perfect, yes. They can input when they need to. Yeah, we'll put mini representatives of them on the desk, Love like a, an elephant yeah. and a cow. I think our boss is up here for 40-foot stand-up. I reckon so, yeah. Just for the set dressing for I the reckon. studio. I think we've justified it. I think so. I mean, we've been paying the uh, airfare of a wrestler to fly from Florida to Gateshead every Tuesday and Wednesday for the past six months. We should have probably 
I'm sure there's more a cost-efficient way of doing that. Have you had a Zoom? I don't, I don't wish to know what that is anymore. I spent two years at home wishing I was dead, mate. I never want to go back to those days. Good point, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, right, let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT tonight on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at WhatCultureWWE. Watch it there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. I cannot look at you. <laughs> follow me Stacks, at... Stax has knocked your chair over. I've got to, I'm kneeling down right now. and my knee, I'm old and my knees hurt now. <laughs> That's like the sort of gentle version of the CM Punk promo all out. I'm old and my knees hurt. <laughs> Uh, what have I said so far? Oh, oh! You can find Michael Hamlet on Twitter at yeah, Michael Hamlet. You can find me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, the raw review from earlier on today is available, and our review of this show, which will feature Michael Sidgwick, he's back tomorrow. Uh, will drop into your feed as soon as it is released if you subscribe right now. But for now, this has been the NXT preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet, to Judgment Daisy, to Nelly. To Stacks and to you for joining us. We will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 